Hey no. guys. Yeah. Welcome to the Save Down Syndrome yeah. podcast. This is Chantel Holm. And if no. you guys don't know what yeah. Save Down Syndrome is, no. it's, yeah. gonna, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. That is Zachary. That is actually our guest yeah, today. But if you want to know what Save Down Syndrome is, go ahead and go to www.savedownsyndrome.com. So if you guys also want to reach out and be an ambassador, go there too. That's how I started this podcast. So I do want to say thank you to Caitlin Pepper. She's our president for allowing me to do this. Um, Go ahead and go to the website and click apply. You can apply to be an ambassador. You can do a partner. You can actually do your own research. You can do research that's already done. You could double check (sighs) facts and, and perform your own study. Um, <laughs> or subscribe to our Down Syndrome newsletter. So let's get into it because I think Zachary is super excited to say hello. He's sitting here like, Hi, say home. Hi, Jenna Home. Excited to be at this house, hey? Yeah. Yes, Zachary's here in our house right now. Coming home. Coming home? Yeah. Yeah, that's Zachary Valentine. No, and, no, yeah. Well, and Patrick. And Patrick, his mom. <laughs> and his and Patrick, home. his brother. And oh yeah. What? I came home. Yeah. yeah I came home oh, a month he came ago. home. Yeah. You're excited. Your brother's back home. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. His mom Linda's here too. So yeah. welcome, you guys. Thank you for driving out and doing this interview with me. Thank you for having us. So Zachary. Hi, Jack. I'm Patrick too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Linda. Okay, thank thank you, you for having us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How old are you, Zachary? How old are you? Yeah. How old are you? Are you five? Yeah. Are you are you thirty-five? Yeah. Are you a hundred? He's nineteen. So Patrick, what grade are you in? Do you know what school you go to? Exactly. What grade you are you go in? to yeah. home. Coming home. Yeah, I came home. He did, huh? Yeah. He's so I surprised excited. you. Yeah. yeah. I surprised you and came he home. Did. Yeah. Yeah. My turn. You want to meet the Marathons? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Who are the Marathons? Like Aisha. Veronica and Vanessa. Oh. Paul. And Paul? That's their dad, too, huh? Really? Yeah. They're YouTube twins that uh, he loves and watches them all oh, the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I bet you our daughter probably watches them, but. We don't know. <laughs> See, you know, she likes JoJo, mm-hmm. and she's a YouTube person too, and dance. That's cool. So, what do you like to do, Patrick? What is Zachary. your favorite? Oh, no, sorry, no, 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 no. What? Oh, okay, okay. We can do Patrick too. Those are what everybody likes to do. Okay, me first or you first? No. Oh, okay, Patrick. Okay, do it. Yeah. If you when it turns red, it means it can hear you. Okay, huh? No, Patrick. Okay, it's okay. Go ahead, Jack. I like to hang out with Zachary. Yeah. And play games. How about I like it? I Patrick. <laughs> Zachary <laughs> and Patrick's here. How about I love child? Let's try Patrick. I think he's going to do his own podcast. He is. <laughs> Are you? Do you like. want to? What does Zachary like to do? What do you do? like to do? Darkness. You like darkness? So yeah. Halloween? You like Halloween? I love darkness. Darkness what? I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you just say so now. You're being you like silly. you like to play baseball? 
You like the you like baseball. Okay, wait. Do you, are you a Dodger fan or an Angel fan? Oh, Pat said no to. Am I? Oh, we're Angel fans. Yay! Mm-hmm. We're we Angel are fans. Pat said no to. Okay. I'll talk. Yeah. Okay. Um, he also loves uh, music, so any music, um, all the way from like Barney to Elton John to no you call. musicals, musicals. Cool too. like Hamilton, Dear Evan Hansen. Cool. Wow, that's cool. Um, he'll wake up, listen to music, go yeah. to bed right before I listen to music. Oh, nice. That's uh, nice. Day. You know, he's very diverse for Hamilton, and yes. does no. he like? Do you like crazy metal music? Yummy. That curious <laughs> little black. What is this? My turn. Your turn. What music do you like? Patrick's Day. Patrick's Day? Yeah. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day? Yeah. That's a holiday. That's <laughs> where you wear all green or somebody pinches you. Are you wearing green? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah. yeah. Your birthday. Birthday? Yeah. Your birthday just passed. Dude, you, your birthday just passed? Yeah. What did you oh, do for your birthday? birthday? Happy birthday. Yeah. Was it last one? Two months ago. Oh, but nice. Yeah. Still. It's still, it's past for him. <laughs> yeah, we had a party. Yeah. I had a party with you. Oh, you want me to have a Hamilton party? A Hamilton party? Yeah. That'd be really cool to do. So how is he doing school? He is a senior this year. Mm-hmm. And... Um, right. He's been homeschooled now for three years. Oh, really? And um, it's probably the best thing we've ever done for him. Really? Um, he has suffered from anxiety and stress in mm-hmm. the school setting for quite some time. And um, being home, it's really, he has flourished mm-hmm. verbally. He has flourished. Just, um, you know, the setting is less it's more relaxed for him mm-hmm. to be able to focus on um, just activities mm-hmm. he does some online classes as well oh really so that's good so does the teacher come out every single day his teacher's online oh, wow. so we do that's, yeah. good. that's good for him it's really good for him he loves it he really enjoys it i was gonna ask so you're a senior in high school yeah. that's yeah. good you've worked your way all up to high school that's cute. so. What else does he do besides um? Like, what is Pat? Or sorry, I keep saying. Wait to me. What is your normal day like, Zachary? Wait to me. What me and you? Yeah. So what's your normal day? Get up. You wake up. You listen to music. No, no. What? Nino. Nino. Yeah. Nino's not here today. <laughs> Are you thinking about your uncle? I say, basic Okay, so typical day for Zachary. There's probably not. It's school in the morning. Yeah. Um, so do you guys dedicate like certain hours? Like, okay, take your hat. from eight to twelve, we're doing this for school. No. It, it varies, mm-hmm. but for the most no. part, yes. Only because no, he's a fan, also. Um, he likes routine. Mm-hmm. So if we can have some sort of morning routine, mm-hmm. then it really helps because by 12 o'clock, he's, he's already done and wanting to do his own yeah, thing. He wants to do his yeah. own thing. He's also starting piano classes. Oh, wow. Um, he has PE uh, once, twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also going to start the gym. 
Okay. He used to hike a lot. Okay. He used to hike a lot. He likes the outdoors? Um, he likes the outdoors. Oh, good. Um, we used to hike in a group, okay. so that was, was very social, as you can tell. Yeah. Super social. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah, he just go up and talk to you. Just very social. He's very friendly. Oh, and, um, and so there isn't a typical day. Yeah. I think it just all depends. I mean, if he's having a great day, then we keep going. keep mm-hmm. doing more uh, as far as his school. I love his online classes because... Mm-hmm. He gets to interact with other teachers. So um, do you guys go online and like you can see the teachers? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is this um, for for special ed? Is for it special, specifially? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And OT okay. also. Um, yes. yeah, we were talking about getting an occupational therapist too. Um, our daughter's just one, but we were thinking about looking into it. Because a lot of moms do recommend that for that early intervention. They do. I can attest to that, that the early intervention is really helpful Mm -hmm. uh, for them because it also gives them, uh, it provides expectations also for parents, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I remember Regional Center Mm -hmm. used to be a great uh, source for us for early intervention, so. Yeah, we have an inland regional here, Mm -hmm. and our teacher comes out every week and she talks to our daughter and plays with her just make sure she's you know doing the motor skills and learning how to crawl yes. and stuff so um how has Zachary been as far as his learning from as an adolescent to now as a teenager almost actually an adult now yeah yeah so how has that been um the learning curve have you noticed he catches on quickly or you know does he have a little harder time in certain areas I think just like anyone right mm-hmm. um Zachary has shown a lot of improvement in the last year, mm-hmm. last three years, mm-hmm. um, whether it's reading, mm-hmm. mathematical. Um, he's doing a lot of reading. He okay. really has. Okay. And the earlier years were really difficult because, um, you know, the classrooms never really provided uh, an opportunity for at least, you know, with our experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really difficult to see him progress because if he had a great class, let's just say one year, mm-hmm. right, um, and he did great that year mm-hmm. because there's so much change within mm-hmm. um, the school system mm-hmm. that it never provided a consistency. So there would be... You would have, like, a great teacher one year and absolutely, he would love it and then he'd switch it up And the then switch year. it up and then yeah. he'd regress mm-hmm. or... Um, he did go through a period of um, behavioral issues. We had to have a behavioral issue plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so because you're new mm-hmm. as a parent, mm-hmm. you know, you're learning as you mm-hmm. as you're moving along through the the school years. Yeah. And um, you learn you learn so much that uh, thankfully there's a lot of resources. Thankfully, there's a lot of parents. There's been a big change. And because when I talk to parents that have older children or even adults, yeah. it was not like yeah. what it is now. No. And um, yeah. so um, that's one thing, too. I know with our daughter, she'll like scream out of nowhere and she'll get really, really red. Like her face is going to pop. Yeah. And we're like, oh my gosh, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And she was just doing out of nowhere. And we're like, oh, I hope she'll be okay. Or we're probably going to have to go take her and get her, you know, see a specialist and stuff. And, you know, we're still in new at it, but I mean, from what I've been talking to a lot of people, 
is that things have definitely progressed, especially in the school system too, about inclusion and whatnot. There is. There's yeah. a bigger awareness, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, there's a bigger awareness. There's a stronger mm-hmm. community of parents also, yeah. you know, making the changes for. So um, I know when you had Zachary, you didn't have smartphones and we didn't have all the yeah. social media apps. What was your resources? I think back then, like I said, it was regional center. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have that social media interaction, mm-hmm. right? So, um the questions that we all go through mm-hmm. as new parents with children with Down syndrome, um, you have to do your own research. I remember going to the library looking for books, or I remember, um, you know, looking for other resources, but they were more limited. Mm-hmm. And definitely nothing compared to today. Did you, uh, were you able to gain the support that you needed? I think that became a little difficult because, you know, you live, you yeah, continue yeah, to live your life, yeah. right? You have other children that also um, you're raising and you, you have a life. And so the resources really came through whatever uh, would come through the regional center yeah, yeah. at that point. And, but because everything felt so scarce, mm-hmm. their um, events might've been further out where, mm-hmm. um, you know, things weren't as, I mean, it's wonderful to see the community now and the yeah. groups that uh, are so strong out there. So I think the regional center was our biggest resource. Yeah, I mean, now it's like worldwide. I was talking to a lady from Nigeria. Things aren't as they are here over there, but which I'm going to set up an interview with her, but she gave me a little breakdown of the way that they treat children there. And it's, it's so bad. And she's there to help change it pretty much. But um, we're very lucky. I know when I had Cheyenne, my mom was like, you know, you were having her in a great country where you are, you have all that support and a great time. She's like, back then in like the 1990s, 1980s, even further back, they were have like or institutionalizing people that had Down syndrome. And now it's like, we're accepting it. I mean, we went to my daughter's recital and there was like, two people there and we're like, well, we notice them because, you know, we look out for that stuff now. And it's, you know, before we didn't really notice people and now we're noticing people and because, you know, our daughter and now it's just opened a whole new world for us. But did you end up, um, when you were pregnant, did you get a prenatal diagnosis or? Mm-hmm. So I found out at birth. So did, so well, did I. Well, I didn't quite find out at birth. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my story is a little, uh, unique in the sense that, um, when Zachary was born, mm-hmm. it was the first thing I saw. Um, in my mind, I thought, looks like my son has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And So you already knew pretty much what Down syndrome was? You are already exposed to it? I can't say that we had uh, family members, or but it, it's things that you remember. You're exposed either in one way or another in, in high school or yeah. one way or another in junior high. You see children that are um, from other... Um, classes coming within the community in the school, right? So you know that there are children out there with Down syndrome. I knew what Down syndrome was, and I knew um, a child that had Down syndrome, but I didn't have anyone in my family or or friends that had 
family members with Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. But it was just a gut moment, a gut feeling. And I looked and I thought, of course, it's the unexpected, right? It's completely the unexpected. So after they finally took us into our room. um, So the doctors didn't mention anything? Nothing. No, nothing. His, um, you know, at the they give you their score there. He's doing great. He's doing wonderful. Um, everything looks good. His skin is nice and pink. He started crying. Um, when we finally went into our room, he started nursing. So he started, he latched on, started nursing right away. So, um, when my doctor immediately, I was the last, um, appointment of the day so he was on vacation after that but I had requested to speak to a doctor Mm -hmm. because I had concerns Mm -hmm. and the chief of pediatrics at that time was on call so he came in into my room and um, I told him I had concerns Mm -hmm. and I said my son looks like he has down syndrome and um, he looked at me he was just Ask me the questions. What experience do you have with Down syndrome? Mm-hmm. I said, I, at that yeah. moment, I said, none. Yeah. But Rocky. he just looks like he has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And he went through all, I guess, the characteristics at that moment, right? Mm-hmm. You know, kids with Down syndrome, first low of all, don't tone. latch on because yeah. of low muscle tone. Yeah. Kids with Down, uh, babies with Down syndrome have um, extra skin in the neck. And he just went down a, mm-hmm. a list mm-hmm. and he said, um, your son doesn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him. He's like, you're not convinced. I was like, no, mm-hmm. he has Down syndrome. Yeah. And um, he's like, well, wow. it makes you feel any better. I'm the chief of pediatrics here and wow. I have all sorts of um, experience. experience and yeah. he went through the line of wow. you know, his wow. credentials and and you but I am the mother of this. Baby. <laughs> I just kept thinking, I just kept thinking in my gut, this mm-hmm. is the, you know, it's, it's that feeling. Mm-hmm. And he finally did put my mind at rest at that moment when he said, look, babies with Down syndrome do not latch on, cannot breastfeed. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, you know, I took a kind of a deep breath and I said, okay, fine. You know, yeah. Well, the following morning, because he was on a schedule to be nursing with me every three hours, when I woke up, it was already morning. And so they never brought the baby to me. And they brought, you know, Zachary to me. Oh, yeah. So I became very concerned. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. of course, at that moment, they said the doctor wants to come in and talk to you. Mm-hmm. So there was another nurse that was um, there, I guess, during the night with Zachary that brought up the concern mm-hmm. of the baby having Down syndrome. So she kind of had it. So she, yeah. And at that moment, I think they also found a heart murmur. Okay. So that uh, obviously changed the course Mm -hmm. for the doctor. The doctor came back in and he said, well, you know, apologized in his own way. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so the rest is history. Mm -hmm. What were your feelings like when they told you, when they confirmed that at least, when you were like, okay, this is not just in my head. Other people are seeing this too. It's most likely a right. right? Because I did had I did bring it up to my family, and you know they they didn't understand um, their own sense of concern. Mm-hmm. They couldn't put it into words. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, 
I think for me, um, it was the sense, it, it was sort of twofold, right? It was the feeling of, okay, I know I'm not crazy, mm-hmm. right? I know I wasn't crazy. I know what I saw and what I felt mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm. So there was that yeah. sense of relief there. Mm-hmm. But I think on the other hand, um, I remember just crying mm-hmm. because of the unknown. Yeah. Because what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, am I not taking my baby home? Am I, you know, is he, is he going to be sick? Because they started explaining to, to me about his heart defect. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the biggest thing that scared me at that moment. Yeah. Um, more than anything. It and was, then your, your labor experience. I had a scheduled really C-section. And it was a different, of course, a whole different. It was completely different because, um, you know, I didn't go through the labor. Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to make sure that I had um, the C-section before my doctor had gone on to vacation. So um, that labor experience was calm and Mm -hmm. expected. So I'm thankful that I didn't go through a stressful labor Mm -hmm. because I can't imagine what that might have put the stress on him, yeah. especially with his heart murmur or who knows what other complications he might have had yeah. through delivery. So I think that was the blessing in itself. Mm-hmm. I am, I think of that often and that what a blessing, yes, fine. that it was just fine. And latching too. And latching and, you know, crying that, and so he. everything like a normal baby would do. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's crazy because I always, I've, been talking to a lot of people and you what? know people that have down syndrome have been breaking the whole bias about what other people think about down syndrome and that's one thing too is well they have low muscle tone they need you know they can't walk or right. they some might but not every and that's just right. another example right. as far as he lashed fine and he the doctors couldn't even notice it so um we had this similar situation where they told us when we had Cheyenne and our, she got stuck in the birth canal, and it was just horrible experience. I think after I was like, I don't want another baby, oh, but now I want man. another baby. But I mean, like, um, yeah, I mean, we had that same experience. With ours, you know, we found out the doctors were like kind of giving us like that look, like, did you guys get tested? And I just went through like a whole traumatic thing. Cheyenne was off to NICU, and I'm like, why is she asking me this? You know. And right, because you have your babies, you don't think of anything else. Or at least, yeah. I know I felt the, the level of devastation of not taking a baby home. Because yeah. that's immediately what I thought, right? Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Did Is he it... stay in NICU? He did. He did, he did okay. for very, quite some time. It was about a, almost a month. Yeah. So leaving the hospital without the baby, you feel so yeah. empty-handed. And that was, But the initial shock was a shock. Was, everything was a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's just clearly because of the unknown. Mm-hmm. It, there's it's exactly no, what it is. It's just the unknown. I mean, um, a lot of the babies have heart murmurs. A lot of us still have heart murmurs. And you're speaking to a cardiologist. Mm-hmm. They said the majority of people are born with heart murmurs. And Some live with heart murmurs throughout their he, he did, lives. Yeah. 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 He did have open heart surgery at six months. Oh, he did? He did. Oh, he did. And that was, that was very stressful. I can't imagine that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that was the beginning of many years of in and out of doctors and I was going to uh, ask if you have a lot of medical conditions He did up. for for quite some time a lot of um a lot of it was breathing yes breathing, breathing. apnea respiratory mm-hmm. and those are the yeah. scariest ones right mm-hmm. cuz um yeah. he didn't sleep yeah. that night yeah. so there was yeah. restless nights 
Um, so when, at was, what age did, like, when he was a baby, did he sleep at night? And when did you notice, like, those those issues arising? Was it, like, when he was, like, around a younger age, or is it just throughout the whole course? Because I'm asking that because our daughter's one. She's pretty healthy. We haven't noticed anything, any medical issues, but I don't know if there's a certain time frame where some start sleeping up or... But also when she was like at six months, mm -hmm. she did have a really bad breathing where it was really raspy. Yeah, Remember, she went through that voice. stage and we had her checked over time and time and they mm -hmm. said her lungs are clear. She's completely fine. It's got to just be a congestion thing, you know? Yeah. And then it's, it's completely went away. And mm -hmm. so it, for a while right. there, it was every time she would have a bottle or, right. you know, go right. to go to sleep. I mean, she would just be oh, like really That's bad. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it would, it would really freak us out. But mm -hmm. then we've had her check, you know, we would go back. I mean, we went for like two weeks straight. We were mm -hmm. there, there, something's still wrong. Yeah. You know, something's still yeah. wrong. Yeah. Like her, she's clear. Her lungs are clear. She's breathing. She's fine. It's got to just be a congestion thing you now. Was there a certain age that you started noticing that it started? You started having medical issues more than that. I think from the time that I brought him home, he just the first six months. Of course, you're you're terrified at the simple fact that he is struggling just to exist at that moment because they were they wanted him to get a little bigger. So by the time he was six months old, he was still only weighing fourteen pounds. So he was little. Yeah, he was tiny, and um. So at that moment, when he he stopped eating, and within like a day, his weight started coming down. So they called it an emergency, um, open heart surgery at that moment. They really just wanted to see him grow a little bit and mature a little bit before they did the heart surgery. Um, so it was emergency at that moment. Um, but I think from the time that he came home after surgery, he still struggled, but it was different this time. The first six months, like I said, it was just um, the unknown, you know, the fear of him stopping breathing, Yeah. Uh, the fear of him just not eating anymore because every ounce meant, you know, nourishment for him. It was, yeah, was yeah, huge. Right, especially as a baby, you yes. celebrate every single ounce. And Absolutely. all the milestones, mm -hmm. Absolutely. all those little milestones they tell you, you know, mm -hmm. You learn and which is I think is so special because it's like from experience of having our first child, everything was perfect, labor, everything growing with her was it was like a like a book, you know, perfect book. And then we had Cheyenne and there was struggle, but it was almost like the struggle made us realize so many different things about the strength of our family, mm -hmm. about just support, about just a whole new lifestyle that I almost would say that, you know, I always say I wish, I think that it was, all the bad stuff made it become good. And you start realizing things about, you know, the Downs of Joe community. You start appreciating little things like the ounces of milk and little milestones. You appreciate it more. So in the, in the long run, when you look at it, it's really not bad. And it, no, not at all. It's no. different. Yeah. That's all it is. It's different. And you, be, you have a different awareness of life itself, yeah. period. You know, you do, you find the gratitude and all the little things, the little milestones, you know, having my oldest first, um, you know, you, you just sort of just go through the milestones, you know, they take you right through them. You don't have to think twice whether he's going to he's walk or he's going to eat yeah. on his own or be able to swallow because Zachary had issues with just swallowing water or mm -hmm. anything. Right. 
So you take all that for granted. Um, you know, being a mom for the first time with my son, Patrick, um, you know, you just look back and you, you're thankful that you had that experience because mm -hmm. I am, I'm very thankful that I had experience, but it also prepared me for, you know, for a child with Down syndrome mm -hmm. on a whole different level. And I thought, okay, it's okay. We will get there. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean he's not going to walk. It's not, it doesn't mean he's not going to run. It doesn't mean any it's of that. It's just going to take longer. Yeah. And I think that was one of my big things because when I found out about Cheyenne, I was really yeah. heartbroken. I had this picture in my head of I, my child's going to be like this, like her sister. Everything's going to be, you know, the way that I experienced it the first time and it wasn't. And, um, that was one thing that sitting here now and being involved with Save Down Syndrome and, you know, other, I'm involved in other organizations. It's like, my thing is like, I want to talk to new moms because I didn't know anything about Down Syndrome. When I had Cheyenne, I thought she was like, when I, they told me, I was like, oh, she's going to be a vegetable. She's going to be stuck in a bed. I'm going to have to do my job. She's not going to be able to walk. I'm going to have to always be with her hundred percent. And it's not like that at all. She's completely fine. I am grateful that no one mm -hmm. ever said that to me. I know yeah. I've heard that from other moms mm -hmm. of, you know, the deliverance of the news mm -hmm. and how they're not going to do anything. I was really thankful from yeah. the time that we left the hospital. Um, they gave me a lot of hope, yeah. right? And they gave me direction and they sort of just set me up. Mm -hmm. And I was really thankful for that because you're walking in through an entire different you know, open door mm -hmm. of the unknown, mm -hmm. right? So I never thought about it like that. Of course, you you still stop and you think about those things. Mm -hmm. All the what ifs, mm -hmm. all the, um, I wonder if he's going to even just survive. Mm -hmm. You know, that was my first, of course, yeah. moment is, is he going to just survive? experiences are different circumstances oh, are different mm -hmm. even health just the simple fact that he had all these health issues from early on mm -hmm. you know made him regress and not progress in maybe a different manner mm -hmm. but it's okay because in the end we're all here you know on the same journey just mm -hmm. trying to live life mm -hmm. don't miss out on all of that well i think know? that like a lot of people have this idea of down syndrome is that every down syndrome child is going to experience the same exact things mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I've learned is that things that Zachary is, has experienced are not the same as Cheyenne. You know, they might have some similarities, but, and that's one thing too, is that try to break that bias of not all people with Down syndrome are even going to look like they have Down syndrome. They might still have it and have different features. They might have different physical, medical issues or different, everything. It's not all the same. And um, that's, I think that's one you know, barrier that we need to break too. And I think it's interesting. I'm sorry. I think it's interesting too. It's, it's. We should have the same expectations that we do on our, on our typical children, right? Yeah. Not yeah. all of our children are going to look the same. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. all of them are going to have the same talents. Mm -hmm. Not all of them are going to be able to be, either straight A mm -hmm. in math or straight A in history or whatever. It so is, why? Right? Oh, so what's so the difference? Why, why do we think? Mm -hmm. anything different from our children who do have down syndrome mm -hmm. it's the same thing mm -hmm. they're going to have their own talents they're going to like their, have their own life it's just the label yeah. i think yeah it all comes down to the label yeah. i always tell her mm -hmm. um our four-year-old we call her hurricane jane <laughs> she's just the most loving out there little girl running around just yelling and dancing and having fun and then 
you know, for instance, I got a niece and nephew that are they're nine and twelve, total opposite, just very calm. very calm, very polite, and just kind of going with the flow of things. You know, and our and there's our daughter; she's just, daughters. just bouncing well. everywhere. You know, and and those are differences. And I mean, there's nothing wrong there's with nothing either, right? Exactly. Like it's no better, no worse. It's exactly. different. Yeah. And we live in a comparative society I think yep. so, where it's yeah. like. One person may say, no, this is wrong, or, like, this person is too shy, or this person, yeah. uh, like, you can't get their attention, or it's like, no, mm-hmm. like, they're just different. Yeah, like, that's, that's right. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. stop comparing mm-hmm. individuals. I know, I know when I had uh, shy, I was, like, automatically, like, thinking all these bad things. It's sad because I had her, and I automatically thought all these bad things, and I haven't even met her yet because she went straight to NICU. Yep. It took a couple hours, and I was sitting there crying like the world was over. I wish I could go back in time and tell myself something. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. But that's your story. Yeah. 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 And I know and a lot of people. And you decided to completely yeah. educate yourself mm-hmm. and further it to tell other yeah, people's people. stories. Well, my whole and, thing is you know, I want to be able to do this for somebody yeah. who yeah. needs it. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that's the thing is, like, the whole label. I always think, oh, well, you know. Shy gonna do things like her sister. She's gonna do this and that, and it's like it's just that label. It's just like if if she didn't have Down syndrome, I would probably think the same thing. Is she gonna be able to do this? Is she gonna do this? We never know. But so you gotta take that label off and just leave it. And that's you know it's what's hard with this world. We do put a lot of comparison on ourselves, mm-hmm. even ourselves. But um, and his social media page that I just love it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you guys got to get into modeling and then show we a different. Started, kind of... We started. I'm oh, a photographer. Oh so, really? Yeah. Oh okay. So I do all the photos for his. Oh, you do. Instagram. Yeah. Very cute. I've been oh, doing photography for about eight years now. Very you got to cool. get him into some kind of yeah. modeling. I think that we had the. Um... um. You just recently went to. It was a casting for casting. ZBD. Hmm. Um, in Los Angeles. Yeah, in Los Angeles. Their organate their I don't know if it's called organization, but their group. Uh, they originally started in the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. and they represent uh, people with uh, disabilities mm-hmm. or um, different appearances, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, they've like had lots of great success in the United Kingdom, oh, nice. um, and they recently just had like the first casting uh, in yeah. Los Angeles. And I think I have another one. Did you guys up. go to that? Yeah. I took that. So, so what did they? Um, what did they? They take Zach out on stage. They ask him questions. No, or what was the casting like? Fairly small. I mean, you know, studio oh, yeah, kind of space. It wasn't a large or anything. And um, like you walk in, kind of like here, and then they're um, just doing a photo shoot right in front of you. So all the nice. kids that are, or anybody that's coming in, you just kind of walk in, check in, and. They were just shooting them and wow. portfolio. It was just really easy. We were there for about fifteen at the most twenty That's minutes. Good that you're exposing yeah. him that way too. And I think he's in a place ready to be exposed yeah. because yeah. before he just didn't want it. He didn't like the too much. As social as he is, he needs to feel comfortable in the social mm-hmm. setting. But he also didn't like large settings. Yeah. A lot of yeah. Things, a lot yeah. Of yeah. He did always <laughs> suffer from. Um, um, Anxiety. Not just the anxiety, social but anxiety. social anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, large settings. The mm-hmm. noise mm-hmm. was just uh, you just sensory made more comfortable. issues. Yeah, sensory so, a lot, especially yes. with noise. Yeah. Like anything fireworks. That's perfect because uh, our daughter Cheyenne, if we have something loud, she starts crying. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like J two. J two. That's true. It's becoming like 
more diagnosis, like the dual diagnosis of Down syndrome and autism. Mm. Uh, I think I read somewhere that like yeah. there's recent studies that it's about like in twelve percent of those with Down syndrome also have autism. Oh wow! Um, but they actually think that it's higher mm-hmm. of about like forty percent. I didn't know you could oh, have wow. a dual diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You could have oh. a dual diagnosis. Is it just um, uh, Down syndrome and autism, or can you have it like Down syndrome cerebral palsy? Yeah, or, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So. Um, I think, again, back then, what we saw was that people automatically thought that if someone like Zachary or, like, was uh, anything sensory or anything like that, it's just like, oh, it's a characteristic of Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're moving towards, like, that it's actually could be a dual diagnosis of oh. Down syndrome and autism. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually trying to yeah, get him evaluated yeah. uh, to see if autism. Because it is always discouraged. Mm-hmm. You, know? you guys should yeah. still get the blue Halloween bucket this year. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's getting that blue Halloween bucket. Yeah. Your kid has autism. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, wow. actually. Yeah, so... Because that exposes you to do two different types of communities, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And, and you know, again, the amount of support mm-hmm. and even understanding. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yeah, uh, and now it's support. a whole new thing. Like you said, a dual diagnosis. I mean, that's... That's, that's kind strong. of a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. it yeah. could be a whole new world. I never heard of that know? before. Yeah. It's yeah, either you had one or the other. I think it's about 40% of oh, uh, individuals with uh, Down syndrome, like, also. I always thought, because I remember yeah. when we had Shai, they're like, oh, she has the markings for it. And I would, it was just silly to me, but I guess it could be true. The hand markings, the ears in the back, and then the extra skin. And I was like, that is so silly. That's almost like saying one eyebrow is different than the other. But then I was like, after you know meeting people, oh, they do have that crease. And I'm like, why do they have that crease? And I started you know, researching them more. more. But it's just like, but some that, people yeah. don't. I think your hand had one crease or something. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the heck? Yeah. Or something. The one didn't go all the way or something. Yeah, yeah. or it was somebody else were like, I, and then, was. I don't know, but it was, just so, it was just silly to me. I was like, because when they told me, I'm like, because her hand has a crease, you guys think she has Down syndrome? I'm like, no, she doesn't. And then, you know, sure enough, she did. And But I was just like, wow, that's crazy. And it crazy. does. It comes from that not knowing mm-hmm. also. Because I remember, you know, questions that I probably asked myself in my own head. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, so what does that mean? Or what does this mean? Or mm-hmm. you're trying to find definition oh, for everything. Until you get to a point, just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm done. we got to just live our life and keep going. we got so many things to do. You know, he was always in sports. Like, there's so much life to live, yeah. right? Besides worrying go. about and why. was always just so sick. So I'm like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. We're just going to keep going through. Yeah. We'll do what we have to do. And, and nowadays, today, it's it's bad because Google. You can Google oh, my gosh. Anything. I was just going to say and that. so everything That's the first thing I did. The negative, you and know. And I, so. I, that's the first thing I did was, yeah. with it, even now, just getting sick. And I'm on Google, and mm-hmm. you shouldn't Google diagnose yourself. It has a sore throat, and then you show a picture, and you're like, oh, we need to take you to the doctor. I'm like, maybe just give us a cough medicine. That's <laughs> true. But, I mean, but you know, it's yeah, it's, you yeah. know, today's, today's world is vicious. <laughs> it is. And that's, it's sad. It could be both a blessing and yeah, a exactly. curse, yeah, you know, because... Yeah. Your, information's you, at our fingertips and at the same yeah. time sometimes that information is just super negative yeah it can like, totally change your mind on things and have you look in the way it really is not well know? I hope in like 10 more years or even 5 I hope that things are different now out there especially for children with abilities I really do and you know Zachary's just flourishing you could tell you guys did a good job mm-hmm. like you really did and I'm yes. so glad you guys are here I feel like 
I feel like he's going to be on Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Oh, if I see you guys on Ellen, uh, I saw yeah. them first. Yeah. It's moving really fast. Yeah. Really yeah, fast. especially with the, yeah. uh, getting him into like all those castings and stuff. You're in LA. They're all right yeah. here too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but that's good. And he's yeah, doing that's so super good. Cool. Yeah. You know, he touches people where, no matter where he goes. Yeah, he comes in all happy, yeah. and it's, like, yeah. so infectious. He just takes over. Yeah, it does. I mean, I think that's one thing about just this podcast and just the whole, all these organizations is we're giving this community a voice, and we're, we are celebrating it, and yes. it's not like we're looking down on it. I mean, uh, there's so many people that do out there because they don't know. They don't know. Um, they just, you know, like, like I, me and my husband always tell people, we didn't really – notice other people we'd see people that have down syndrome just keep walking but now we stop and we talk and we socialize with them and because now it affects us and now we know what it's about and yeah i just hope that spreads more through all this and um i'm just so glad you guys are here and you're sharing your guys' story um so from a brother's perspective um how old are you first i'm 25 so he's six years about 19 six years, years. Six years no, when did you learn about what Down syndrome was or when was it introduced? Because I know, you know, we, we have kids. We don't tell our kids too much about it. Maybe just a little. But when did you start noticing that Zachary was unique? Um, I think for me, right at the beginning, I don't know what it was. Like, it was just unique, right? Mm-hmm. Like my mom was saying with uh, him being in the hospital for longer, or him having open heart surgery at like six months. Mm-hmm. I knew as a six, seven-year-old, I was like, this isn't typical. This isn't normal. Like, what the heck does this mean? Um, And obviously, as a six, seven-year-old, you see uh, a little brother that you barely know um, having open-heart surgery, and all you think is, like, like you're scared, right? Like, you're like, what the heck is wrong? Like, is this, like, what a brother, like, means? Like, having a brother means? Yeah, because you don't know because you still know yourself. Absolutely. Like, you're just trying to figure out, like, who the heck you are uh, at six, seven years old. And so, like, um, the only idea I had of having a brother was that, like, oh, I get to play sports with him. Yeah. Like, it sounds cool. Like, Uh I'm I'm in for it. I'm here. You have a friend. Yeah, I get to have a friend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And so going back to your question of, like, when did I know about, like, necessary Down syndrome? Like, I don't have, like a specific moment or anything like that. But me and my mom were talking about in the car how there was just little moments that I would ask, like, hey, mama, hey, mom, uh, Zachary does things a little bit different or he's at a different, like, timetable, mm-hmm. right? And then I would just say, he's like, my mom would respond, like, yeah, um, he is. Like, just as you, like, would walk, you learn to walk at nine months. He may not learn to walk at nine months. It may be a year, maybe two, maybe longer. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um but that doesn't mean like he doesn't love you. That doesn't mean you don't love him. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean um, you two aren't going to be great brothers or anything like that. Um, and so it was always like those little moments that my mom uh, allowed me to like ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would let me come first to her like, hey, like, what the heck does this mean? Yeah. Um, Zachary's doing this. Uh, he hasn't started crawling. Like, why is oh, that? Yeah. Um, and she would like explain it and. A way that a seven-year-old, eight-year-old could, like, understand. Um, But, yeah, it would just be, like, those little moments that, again, my mom was really helpful in, like, helping me understand. 
So when did the whole definition of like my my brother has Down syndrome? Like when did you know that? Because I mean, I know you were young. You noticed different things that he didn't do things the way you did them. Mm-hmm. But when did you hit you when you're like, oh, he has Down syndrome? Because he could have had autism or any other. Right, right. Um, but when did you learn up specifically about Down syndrome? I think it probably was either fifth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little bit sooner. Uh, again, it was mostly like, oh, your brother has Down syndrome, but no one ever gave me a definition. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew, like, my brother had Down syndrome younger. Mm-hmm. Um, like, very, very young, probably, like, eight years old. Because uh, family members would say it or friends would say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one ever really gave me the definition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it was until really, like, um, what Down syndrome is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, until I was like fifth or sixth grade. There's like two definitions. There's what it is on paper and what it is in real life. Right. And it's so different. <laughs> I, but um, so, because I've always worried about this because our daughter's, she's going to be five. We have our one-year-old. And I, you know, I had our second child specifically for our first because we want our children to have a friend. We want them to never be alone. And I, you know, one of my fears as a mom was, Am I, I had Cheyenne to be her best friend, but I'm scared that Cheyenne is not going to, like, you know, when da- Jade's older and she's dating or she likes a boy or she she's fighting with a friend, are they going to be able to mentally connect still? Are they going to be able to, is she going to still have her sister go over there and talk and kid around with her and, like, be sisters and be brothers in your innocence? That was always my fear. Or, or is Jade going to always feel like still a single child because her daughter or her younger sister may not be able to have those conversations. And I was like, and that's what made you know, me so heartbroken. I get scared for that. But you growing up, how was it with your experience with Zachary, like just growing up with him and being his brother and being able to connect in that brotherly way that brothers do? Yeah. I mean, you know, how, how was that experience? Um, it had its ups and downs for sure. I think again, uh, credit to my mom right here, a hundred percent. Like, she knew when, because she paid attention, she paid attention to us. She knew when I was like confused and like, okay, like what does this mean for me as brothers? Even like I was growing up, like middle school happens and high school happens. And then you start realizing those differences. Like, oh, you see other brothers, like this is what they're doing. Like whether again, sports or um, talking about like dating, yeah, dating. right? Like uh, just, just something, right? Something uh, that brothers do. Um, and it's like, okay, I'm here with Zach and it's like, we're not having those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, it's just like very confusing, mm-hmm. uh, because, um, especially back then there wasn't many organizations, a conversation wasn't happening as much. So the lack of support and the lack of knowing of other siblings that had Down syndrome, um, was, was rare, was very, very rare. And so again, like, I just yeah. always ask questions to my mom and she would, like, I, talk to me. Did you feel like, I'm the only one that has a brother mm-hmm. that has Down syndrome. Everybody else doesn't. Yeah. I must be some kind of special. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, for, for me, it was, like, definitely that feeling really? of, like, okay, am I the only one in this world that has a, a sibling with Down syndrome? Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously you grow up, you're like, no, there's a whole bunch of siblings. Uh for me too, uh, just with my experience, it's also been a 
interesting like third parent in a sort of way um and so it's again it's just like a different definition of what like siblings mean for me and my brother uh and I think that's what's super important is that it's different and again middle school teenage years like I was always comparing comparing to my friends comparing to their brothers their siblings um as I grow up it's like you can't compare because it's everyone's different path um and so that's been really important to me as I've like even grown up day by day, understanding that mine and brother, mine and my brother's relationship is really special, is really unique. And if I try to compare it to anything else, like it's not going to work just as much as if anyone tries to compare um, mine and my brother's relationship, it's it's not going to work. Um, It's just going to be totally different and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, So it has been like, again, confusing uh, growing up, but for me, I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, I wouldn't change him for the world. You can totally tell by the way he you two interact. You. <laughs> well, you could tell the yeah. feeling is mutual. Yeah. Mean, you can totally tell that your brother having Down syndrome and you growing up with with that sort of, and then seeing other people with brothers, that like there's a bond and a love and respect between you two that those people are lacking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's sad for them. You know, you, you have, you, I'm not, I'm not. growing up like us with having a child and not the unknowing, you know, and everything, you learn all this stuff and it's like, you're learning a whole new world mm-hmm. and you kind of, in a sense, feel like you know a lot more than other people do and you, you feel privileged in a way, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, yeah. you, you know that there's different types of people and there's different types of things going on in the world you know and you embrace that and it's it's really cool to see that you came out on the on on a good side and you have that bond and relationship and that's kind of where we're we're doing the same mm-hmm. like you did with him kind of letting our daughter ask okay. us the questions and just kind of slowly introducing um the difference between her sister and her Yeah, because you know? i'm and, also a true believer that there's no reason to rush anything yeah. period mm-hmm. You know, your children, if they feel loved, if they feel secure, if they feel heard, they will come to you mm-hmm. and you will know when they need, mm-hmm. when they need explanation, when they need your time. When they, and of course, having a child with, with Down syndrome, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but, you know, especially Zachary having the medical issues he had, you know, he had to have more attention. But, you know, trying to still always give Patrick the attention that he needed was always so important. Yeah. Whether it was just the time to talk or just the time to um, interact or just play or little things are more important than, you know, bigger things that you, we might think are important. And... Um, you know, we. I think you'll find also that siblings that have children with any type of disability or, in this case, Down syndrome, mm-hmm. they end up being really great, sensitive, kind-hearted mm-hmm. individuals in our society. Because they grew up with that. Because they grew up with that. Mm-hmm. Because they are aware. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a level of awareness. Mm-hmm. There's a level of kindness mm-hmm. that is unmeasurable. It really is. And, you know, that's what I always tell him. You know, I'm, I'm proud. I am very proud of him. I'm really proud that, 
you know, through the difficult times, because there is, it's challenging because of all the things that he just explained, you know, you feel different, you don't um, fit in or, but how beautiful is that coming out in this end and realize it's important not to be the same. It's important to understand that now he is a voice, not only for his brother who has Down syndrome, but for others and maybe for others other siblings, mm-hmm. you know, he has a voice. Mm-hmm. He becomes that voice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm proud of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> We're proud of them too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. very cool. Very um, cool. So, so don't worry too much. Yeah, definitely. Enjoy it. Not to, but it's yeah. hard not to, but no. enjoy it because how often do I wish they were? You know, one and six years old again, or and that's not possible. But enjoy this time because everything that you wish for your kids will portray itself in years to come. Mm-hmm. The love that you want them to have together—that you know, that bond. Why? Because you create that at home. Yeah. You know. I was um listening to another podcast, and they were they interviewed um. He was like two sisters and their younger brother had Down syndrome or either he was in the middle of them. And I was all, you know, listening to them and I liked their story because my big question is we get old and we're ready to croak. Is our daughter going to take care of our, please, I hope so, you know. And I heard that there's this also this disability fund as well. You can put money in and um, when after you die, you know, they can have some money and stuff. But I mean, that was one thing too is like I was listening to this podcast and these these um, sisters were like, oh, we love our brother. I would never, ever want him to go in a home. I would never want anybody to take care of him. He could stay with us their, his whole life. And I was just like, sitting there, please, Jade, please let us be. Let that be us, too. That's a typical concern. Uh-huh. Obviously, yeah. obviously, yes. Yeah. We talked about that many times. Mm-hmm. I think, again, for me, uh Knowing that again, one day that happens, like I will be taking care of my brother. Yeah, right? it's like, just like an school. automatic. Yeah, it's an automatic. Um, and I say, I'm not going to say. And I think for me at first, like yeah. that was really scary because I think again the first time that got brought up to me, I was about like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, again, still trying to figure out like who I was, yeah. like 12 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like I had. Uh, family members, friends, mentors, teachers, like, ask me, like, oh, are you, like, one day ready to, like, take care of Zachary? Mm-hmm. Automatically not thinking that, like, um, again, that shows, one, that they don't think that he could eventually live, like, independently on his own, yeah. on his own right? Like, um, the lack of awareness on their part. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a lot of pressure for, like, a 12-year-old yeah. to have, right? Like, yeah, automatically... Like, <laughs> right? and I would, not even coming from me because no, you know, not at all. Like, oh, and so yeah. I think it's definitely important for like I we wish that, right? Like I can understand parents I wishing can. that, um, society wishing I that, um, but like be careful to like, don't put that like amount of pressure because that could be well, really really know, tough. I was um, watching, you know, I watched those like shows on A and E and stuff, and they have that show of Born This Way, which I think some of those cast members, have you guys watched Born This Way? Uh-huh. Are going to be at the um, Angel Stadium, the buddy walk there. There's going to be a few cast members there. So I'm excited to meet. I'm so excited to meet them. <laughs> but I would, I just cry every time I watch it because, you know, they just want to get married and do normal things. 
same sort of job. One of them wanted a tattoo, and he went and got a tattoo, and his parents are like, oh, my God. You know, like, he about Zachary saying, I want to get a tattoo. Like, yeah. Okay, you know, you got, when can you let that go? Let them be themselves. All right, you can go get a tattoo. And then there was a couple that moved out on their own. And I'm like, it makes me so help, like hopeful for Cheyenne to get married and move out and have kids and just live her life like we are all living our lives. You know, and it's just like, it's just, has Zachary ever um, like said anything like that? Like, mom, I want to go do this. And you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking about I, you, Zachary. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. You're Where out. Where are you going? <laughs> going? I'll see you later. <laughs> I think the only thing that for me, I don't know if this would be for you, like, so I lived in Colorado for two years, finished up my master's degree. Um, I think I would hear him all the time, like, okay, I'll go on an airplane and go see Patrick. Yeah. Like, see you later, Bye. mom and dad. Like, yeah. see y'all later. I think that's been the only really thing that I could think of. But what about you? I don't, I don't really. I can't say that he has been in a place or position to, I think he still doesn't um, measure like safety, you know, um, not so big. <laughs> I think that'll be continuous yeah. uh, for us in order to help him, you know, understand just safety, just walking out the door, safetyness. Um, he doesn't have that awareness of yeah. being out in public and safety. So that's always a big concern, you know. He just he, he just started um, looking both ways before crossing the street. Oh, so I go on walks with him every yeah. morning. So just like yeah. and like yeah. that that took a, that took a while, right? Yeah. And like that's amazing that he's yeah. doing that now, like yeah. looking both ways, yeah. being a little bit more aware. Those are those milestones. Yeah, those are milestones that you talked about. Those like small ones. And nobody will understand that unless you're in those shoes. And we're trying to get people to understand that because this is what we're doing. That's why. That's why we have podcasts for this reason to educate. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And tell so, our stories. Everybody has a different story, and and um, yeah. what better way to learn from other people's experiences? Oh yeah, I think meeting other people and other families has definitely helped us mm -hmm. more than any kind of doctor or nurse or absolutely or whatever. It's mm -hmm. it's like that's how I started networking and finding out about different resources and just everything was just from talking to other families. Mm -hmm. um, and you realize that everything is at their time. Mm -hmm. You don't stop achieving. You don't stop setting goals. You don't stop um, hoping more for them, right? You just don't stop. You just keep moving forward and wonder whether it's at 16, 17, 18, 20, you know, you just keep going, keep introducing them, see what even um, their interests are or which way they're going to gauge you. And that's always been important. Right, so that they can, they can express themselves what they really want or mm -hmm. what their talents or interests what they are. Like and what they're, yeah. So, um, like with schooling in your life, how has Down syndrome changed you or molded you into a person? Is have you started doing that anything with that in education or career-wise or even with your career? How has that shaped you? Uh, yeah. So for me. Um, so going for my master's degree, I, I went for student affairs and higher education. Mm -hmm. uh, so working at a college university and uh, a lot of my experience was working at their disability support services mm -hmm. um, for college students, right? Like providing uh, 
equitable accommodations for students, uh, advocating for them when sometimes professors are like, no, like they don't, they shouldn't get this mm-hmm. uh, accommodation. It's like, no, it's the law. Here you go. Like, yeah. <laughs> they deserve this accommodation. Um, it's their right. And so um, it's essentially the past seven years of college from undergrad and my master's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done it in programming uh, at universities. I've done it through um, through writing some articles. I've done it through working at disability services. Um and now we're doing it through like social media uh, right now. Actually, yeah, <laughs> his, so, his Instagram page. Yeah. I wrote down the followers, 1,277 <laughs> followers. I was like, dang, his like pictures are like so modely. And I'm like, mm-hmm. look at him over there on Instagram. Yeah. So, Instagram. Yeah. What, what is that goal? What is your goal for that? Just to spread awareness and connect? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Zachary, you know, like, like you saw as he come, yeah, as he came, and he's just so infectious, right? I think um, he just possesses the the, the, the heart and um, to touch people's lives. Mm-hmm. He really does. And I know I held back for a while to go on Instagram, mm-hmm. but once I think, you know, we kind of spoke about it. And do you manage was, his page? Or do you manage we both. We do. both do. Oh, okay. And. Um, so it was time. It was yeah. time to sort of just share you know, his joy and his life and the story and um, all of our stories, mm-hmm. you know, That's potentially good. as it continues. And there's so much to share. I feel like there's so much to share. There's still so much to do. Mm-hmm. And he's and only 19. He's only he 19. He's just going to his 20s. Yes. Yep. yes. <laughs> so I feel like he's just begun. Yeah. I, I admire, you know, parents, families who start from the from day one, right? Mm-hmm. Their baby is born and they're out there sharing their story stories. Of course, when <laughs> when uh, Zachary was born, there wasn't that social media. Yeah. So if you're going to have a child with Down syndrome, now is the time. Yeah. It really yeah. is. That's what we got. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. yeah. Really yeah. Share, yep. share and the joys and um, not to say there's no struggles because there's plenty, yeah. but who doesn't have struggles? Yeah. yeah. I That's think my I wife's mean. page turned into our children's page. Children, yeah. <laughs> and then advocating. Uh-huh. And, and advocating, exactly. Well, it lit a fire on me. I yeah. was just like, I need, a, I need to get part of this. Like, yeah. and it's crazy because, yeah. you know, before, you know, I was, I still go to school, but it was like, okay, I'm be a psych major. What do I want to do with this? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know if I want to do counseling. I want to work with them. When I had Cheyenne, it was like, I want to work with kids with disabilities. It's just like automatic. It's automatic. And it just was great. And um, that's how I found you guys is on social media. I was adding people and I don't know, I think you guys came up just in my feed and I was like, I'm going to follow this person. And that's how I was like, hey, you guys are close. I'm doing this podcast. So yeah, his well, podcast, he's got a lot of followers. So yeah. it's starting to get. Yeah. You know, he's only been on it for two and a half months. Oh. Um, that amount of followers. Me and him are also on TikTok. Which is oh, another social media I saw, platform. I saw ads for TikTok. I never mm-hmm. knew what it was. So. Yeah. Is it like Instagram? Um, no, yeah. it's a <laughs> it's, it's a mixture of dancing, lip sync. Oh. Um, you add like some songs, like fifteen second songs, and then you do like mm-hmm. random thing. It's a lot of. And like, he likes music, so that's yeah, lo- it's his like perfect outlet. Oh. Um, and it's more music. about them, yeah. their relationship, Down syndrome awareness, acceptance, kindness, love. 
you know, we're just kind of sharing that and what life is really like with them too. Mm-hmm. And their bond. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff will definitely inspire a lot of people. And yeah, it has. Sure. And it, it has. has. It has. We, um, again, we only started this month on it. Yeah. We have a uh, 60,000 followers. Wow. Um, already. Dang. Very cool. And so. <laughs> Don't don't tell him. Don't tell him. He he loves Alan. Again, another person he always wants to meet. So don't tell Zach. But. When I was on the Ellen show with Jade, we were on the Mother's Day special. I got my friend. We just applied at the right time. That's awesome. And it's crazy. She's cool, huh? We always say Auntie Ellen. Yeah, always say Auntie Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> Auntie Ellen helped us through the entire first like year and a half of show. Jade because yeah. it was like she gave all like of the Mamaroo stuff, the playpen we still use for Cheyenne. Oh, yeah. I mean, gift I cards and you guys I mean, need to get on the Christmas show. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Diapers. I mean, it was like. Everything. That's amazing. Yeah, that's literally amazing. Like, and she always sits yeah. on my husband. She really is small, but she's so skinny. You know, on TV, you know, she's skinny, but she's so skinny. She's, she's petite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's done a lot. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's all Zachary talks about is yeah. Alan. Alan. So. Alan and Merrill Twins. Oh, Merrill Twins. Yeah, those are his. Oh, my, don't say the M word, please. <laughs> so, so um what is your guys's tiktok if anybody wants to follow i know if you want to find them on instagram just type in zachary valentine 321 and then what is the tiktok on tiktok uh it's pat p-a-t underscore zach z-a-c-h cool but he's yeah uh we are planning on changing that handle um eventually to zach v um and pat is your guys' last name really Valentine? No, that's Zachary's. Um, oh. Zachary's. Um, like stage name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was like. Zachary Valentine. It sounds so like Zach Morris. That's his stage name. That's his stage Very cool. Valentine. Yeah, very cool. Well, um, he possesses all that uh, love, so it's <laughs> just right. perfect. That's no, right. I was like, yeah. that's awesome. yeah. Zachary Valentine. That's cool. So, um, if you guys want to follow them, go to those web pages. And from a mom, if there's any advice or words that you would give uh, anybody out there yeah. that's listening right now that maybe is just listening because they're having a child that is soon to have Down syndrome, or maybe they had just recently had one, or maybe they're still struggling, or just want some advice, what would you tell them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's a few things. I think definitely follow your heart. You know, the love of a mom is, is fierce, right? Mm-hmm. And... If you get so caught up in trying to listen to too much noise, too much information, don't read everything, don't believe everything, follow your heart. Um, Do what's best for you. Do what's best for your family, your children, your child. Um, But most importantly, to take care of yourselves, you know, because, um, there's nothing more important than, uh, creating a life with your child that's healthy, you know, mentally, emotionally, because you need one another, you know, and if you don't follow, there's so much, like I said, there's so much information and it's important to um, keep things in perspective. Um, yeah, I just think that life is too short. 
And if you don't enjoy this journey, it'll pass by you before you know it. Mm -hmm. And you'll miss out on all the little things that one day you'll realize how important they were. Mm -hmm. Just follow your heart. A lot of a lot of people probably need to hear that. Uh-huh. I know when I was in shy, I needed to hear something like that. Mm-hmm. You you told me that, but it's just it's just yeah, so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, <laughs> he's back there. As a brother, what would your advice, coming from a sibling perspective, to other siblings out there that have um, not just Down syndrome but any any ability? What would your advice be to them? Um, lots of it. Uh, we got like 20 more minutes. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, I think for me, uh, it's okay to be confused. Mm-hmm. It's okay to um, not know what something means. It's okay to have a different experience than your other friends or family members. Um, yeah. It's okay, right? Like ask your parents about oh, that. Um, ask someone you trust about that. Um, for me too, patience, patience is really, really important, uh, for my brother, um, and for our relationship. And so being as patient as possible and just loving, uh, love them, tell your story. Your story is very unique. Your story is, uh, important to hear. And just like my mom said with, uh, parents, like follow your heart, um, follow your heart, uh, with your story and your um, your brother, your sibling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I think that's just super, super important because it is different, it is unique, and it is very special and very awesome. And again, wouldn't change it for the world. I, that's the thing I tell people too. I would never change it. No, no. I mean, I think I haven't really had anybody say anything negative, but I told one person recently, oh, yeah, my daughter has Down syndrome. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Hear that and all I was the time. Like, don't be mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Like it is nothing. And it just comes about. from ignorance. Yeah, right? just don't it's know. the unknown, yeah. and it's yeah. and it's okay too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. sometimes as parents, we also have to be patient because it could be us. It could have been us on that other end, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not knowing, not yeah. experiencing, mm-hmm. and um, that's always helpful. Just to be patient with them as well. Mm-hmm. I think. It does take a lot of patience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even with our freaking four-year-old, she's crazy. <laughs> she is. If she was here right now, you guys would have, you know, be out there playing with her, doing something. Her and Zach would be running around well, the world, probably. Time, <laughs> but um, I think you guys. Hurricane Jade. Yeah, we call it Hurricane Jade. Comes in and it's like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's crazy. Um, thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. making the drive and just taking the time out to talk about this. And there's going to be a lot of people listening. I mean, our this podcast is taking off, and yeah, it's not, I think stopped recording. Moment, but um. Okay. Let me record on this because that one's not working. Um, but I just want to tell you guys, you know. It's been it's been really really exciting and I'm just glad that you guys made your way out here and I'm glad that I followed you guys and I was like yeah I know you guys are close I know those mountains so <laughs> but I mean it's just you guys are our third episode so and it's oh, just been you. taking off and I've been looking at the number of plays and you know I get little um, notifications on my phone like oh your podcast is now streaming to here so there are people out there that are listening and there's new platforms every day so um, well, thank you for doing this yeah, yeah. Our families that are definitely in need and yeah. continue to put uh, yeah. the word out there of the support and yeah, the love yeah. in our community. Yeah. Super important. So yeah, thank it really you. is. No, this has just been so much fun for us. And um, 
Well, I'll bring Zachary out to say goodbye. I'm going to kind of wrap it up. Um, everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. You know, our podcast is out here to show the world what Down syndrome really is, coming from straight from the people that have it. So we like to celebrate all of life's small and big accomplishments of those people that have Down syndrome. So we are here to change the misconception of Down syndrome and to let you listeners know how Down syndrome is truly amazing. It's extraordinary, and we are blessed to have this community in our lives to show us how to love deeper, how to be compassionate, how to be show us humanity and add that extra touch. So I am your host, Chantel Holm, and if you guys would like more information, please go to www.savedownsyndrome.com or look us up on Facebook or Instagram by typing in Save Down Syndrome. So please check out our webpage too and read our blogs and see oh, what ways you can help. And here comes Zachary. Come here. You can talk. You want to say bye to everybody? You want to say, say goodbye to everybody who's going to come listen to you? Say thank you. I know you want to. How about you sing a song? Shy. He's oh, shy. shy. He said he's shy. No one believes that. He's <laughs> shy. You want to say bye? Okay, I'll say bye. Okay. <laughs>